Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of Hoosier Hometown Heroes. I'm your host and navigator, Tony Val, and today's episode features an old friend. Eric Richards is the president and CEO of Cancer Support Community of Central Indiana. Eric and I go way back, and it was super fun for me to catch up with him. Eric is one of these super talented guys. He's not only uh, great at what he does at work, but he's kind of a jack of all trades, especially uh, Eric and I have music in common. Eric is a um, great musician and songwriter, and he's performed live around Indianapolis for years and years. Before we get to Eric's interview, I want to thank our sponsor, Prometheus Consulting, is Indy's trusted managed services provider, Prometheus supports computer networks so you can run your business. Call Prometheus today at 317-733-2388 or find us online at www.prometheus, and that's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-I-U-S.com. Now please enjoy my interview with Eric Richards. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tony. It's awesome to be here. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to have you. We've known each other for a long time. And I think it's about 20 years. I isn't was that crazy? To figure that was out. it JC's? Is that where we was uh, it? Where we how we well, first met? Kai, and then remember you, yeah, and JC's with T, with uh, Chantino. Uh, Chantino, okay, and and that's how yeah that's how that happened. Yeah, it's been I wonder how good old years. Chad's doing. Have you kept up? With he Chad? Uh, a, a little bit. He's out east. I think he's in New Hampshire and. He um, he had a uh, heart condition when he was born. Had surgery. Uh-huh. Actually, re uh, he had surgery on it again about five or six years ago. But he guess he's doing wow. really well. Has kiddos and yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So Good for him. I still keep in touch with he, that group. He's the kind of guy that he he needs to be out east. You know? Oh yeah, he's yeah. A, he's an out east guy. He's an east coast guy. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Boston fan. You know he. Uh, I, I'm sure he was very excited about the uh, win last night in the. Uh, over the Colts, um, and and <laughs> yeah, uh, the so Red Sox sad. are uh, the best record in MLB. So I'm sure he's he's a happy camper right he's, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how the Patriots do. I'm not sold on the Patriots yet. This I don't know. We our offense looked halfway decent last last night. I mean, there were obviously drop catches, but Luck looks pretty. He looked pretty good. He got a couple passes yeah. downfield last night that he hadn't really. Done in He's looking good. Games. We just need to put a, a full game together. You know yeah, what I mean? We'll see. We had seven guys, starters that didn't play, and then I think two went out last night during the wow during the game. That's how two they starters. get you. So, yeah. Well, so as I said, we we've known each other twenty years. I want to where I want to start today, Eric, is actually the toward the toward the uh, uh, end. Just what you're doing now. We could yeah. go way back, but. Um, you know, so I want to talk about cancer support community. Yeah, and really, really introduce folks who don't know what you guys are doing. So, let do you want to just start out by um, just help us all understand what does cancer support community do? Yeah. So, unfortunately, we have the constant sort of uphill battle of 
people knowing who we are. So our name recognition, you know, we've been around in Indianapolis for 23 years, but we're not on TV necessarily in front of you on a regular basis. You're not getting uh, the, the sponsored ads on Facebook and Instagram and so forth. Some from some of the more, I think, well-known, um, longer uh, lived entities, um, yeah. if you will. So, you know, our, one of our big goals now is just that name recognition. So, you know, we're, we're doing a lot, and I'll get into that in a second, uh, to, to, to hopefully get up the, um, the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the brand recognition in that, in that, you know, well, household name. It seems, it seems like thing. you guys are on the rise. Well, I mean, you've, you've been there between four and five years, something be five like that. five years in April. And I think I think it's on the rise. Some of the stuff you guys are doing, and we'll, well get into it. Yeah, I appreciate but, that. But yeah, so what do you do? So, so think of it as a um, we're, we're sort of our main headquarters is the Paulson Family Center at 71st, is in between Zionsville and Georgetown Road, uh, right across the street from Pike High School in the Pike School Got District. It. And um, the center is sort of a community center for people impacted by cancer. So if you think about it that way, and and patients obviously are the the big focus, but we also know that family members and caregivers are as impacted as the patients a lot of times when you receive that diagnosis. So Not it's sure. really a, a place for anyone in, impacted, and that's um, you know anybody uh, that has insurance, doesn't have insurance, no matter what uh, place you are in the socioeconomic ladder, if you would, if, for lack of a better way to describe it, it doesn't matter. We serve you or will serve you free of charge now, there's never a charge for anything that we do um, and we made it that way uh, from from the beginning because it doesn't matter uh, cancer does not discriminate right and it doesn't matter what race you are where you are on the socioeconomic ladder what your gender is um, it, it doesn't discriminate yeah how many people do you guys serve <laughs> serve in a year let's say. sure so in 2017 we served 5410 to be exact wow unique individuals um, so that's someone coming to at least one of our programs and and I'll talk about that in a second we're on pace to uh, serve somewhere between 6,000 and 6,500 by the end of 2018 that in unique individuals women men and children Mm -hmm. impacted by cancer and what we do is sort of that complementary therapy if you will so right it runs right alongside your traditional cancer treatment chemo radiation surgery so forth so we're doing the psycho so the, the body and mind kind of kind of work if you will um so everything from support groups counseling to wellness so we're talking yoga classes nutrition classes cooking classes uh, to education so um, on a variety of topics there's more than 30 topics that we present on in any given year and keep you know people abreast of the of the latest and greatest um, and innovation so things like immunotherapy um, or um, you know what do I tell the kids you know I, I'm a mom or dad and I receive a cancer diagnosis it's a scary time and it's a really scary time when you know you're a parent you don't know what to tell your kids or how to tell them and so you're not scaring them but at the same time you're you know you're being honest with with what's going on with mom, mom or yeah. dad so uh, that's a big focus and we also really the navigation piece and that is we know that we don't offer every single thing that uh, that we could to a person who's impacted by cancer but one of our jobs is, is to know who does so we're going to point them in the direction oh you need transportation oh this is the organization that you need to go to or i need 
pharmacy assistance, um, uh, uh, help with uh, paying for my drugs. Oh, there, there's this program out there. And so we're connecting people, connecting the dots for people. And that's a, that's a big uh, uh, part of, of what we do. I would imagine, too, that list changes over time quite a yes. bit, the list of resources. It, it does, and, and, and um, technologies and, you know, cancer is such a sort of outpatient disease now. And what wow. I mean by that is, you know, someone goes into infusion for three hours, leaves, and people go back to work or do that during their lunch. You know, they're, they're, um, it, it is such a sort of transient type of uh, the way that they treat cancer is so different than it used to be in the be- beginning days. Um, and, and so now people live these lives. And in some types of cancers, it's become a chronic disease. So they take an oral pill or maybe going in for an infusion every six months or every month or what have you, and they live the rest of their life with this cancer at bay inside their body, and they end up having... You know, heart disease or, or whatever when they wow. when they finally leave this did, world. So do they uh, do they call that a, a cure then or remission or it's, it's not a cure it's maintenance uh, essentially wow. it's uh, uh, it's still there it's it's but they're maintaining the status quo which is a good thing which is which is fascinating oh, yeah. because even ten years ago that wasn't you know wasn't a thing and so huh. those folks would succumb unfortunately to the disease and now you have people especially in the blood cancer world it's a it's a it seems to be a a big thing, and we had a uh, have an employee or had an employee who has metastatic breast cancer um, started in her breast and and now is uh, all over her body, but they've been able to keep it at bay. And wow, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, the innovation is is there, and I hope that if I come back on this, you know, in ten years from now, we're talking about different. I'm um, somewhere else because there's no need for my. For Wouldn't that work. be great? Be Wouldn't that be great? Incredible. Uh, I want to take just a moment to remind our viewers and listeners, Eric Richards is my guest. He is president and CEO of Cancer Support Community of Central Indiana. The website is cancersupportindy.org. Um, Eric, I saw you guys just had your fall festival. How we did. did. How did that go, and what, what was that all about? That was, that's, that's one of my favorite events of the year, and it's really our opportunity to uh, bring the Park 100 sort of business community, the Pike Township uh, neighborhood and the people that we serve sort of all together uh, in one uh, one place and it's really it, it's a billboard for for us and, and what we want to do is make sure people are aware that we're that we're there so huh. we're working with fresh time there on um, west 86th street sure um, the pike township fire department comes over and they actually do the grilling um, of the product that we get from Fresh Time. You know, we work with Kroger. Um, Walgreens was the sponsor this year. Um, of course, you know, the, the local Walgreens had um, had some flyers up uh, for it too. And uh, Northwest Radiology, which is right up the road uh, as well. And they're the, you know, low-cost uh, radiology uh, organization that are very active um, and, and fantastic in our community and a great partner of ours as, as well. So it's just a really fun family time for people to come. So we had bounce houses and uh, uh, health health booths. Um, so different organizations from around the neighborhood uh, came and, and participated. Yeah, I, caught, well. I caught some pictures on Facebook. Yeah. And you could really tell that there was definitely stuff for kids to do. It yep. looked like it was a real family affair. It was. It, it's, it's, it's a great time. Um, and I think this is our fourth iteration this year. First year that we've had good weather. <laughs> so. Wow. There you go. Yeah. It's Just like, like today. Like today. Right, oh, right. man. Yeah, we'll have sun here in about 15 minutes. Probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> as soon as we're done. Um, well, speaking of family, you know, it occurred to me that you must have people that you have helped over time 
come back and uh, and now it's time for them to give back. Yeah. That's got to be pretty cool. It's very cool. And one of the unique, you know, in my career, um, whether it be, uh, you know, uh, especially recently, um, you know, if you're in social services, a lot of times you don't see those individuals come back or they, they don't, they don't may not give back or in any, any substantial way just mm-hmm. because of where they are and their, and, and, and their lives and so forth. And, and, and here, because we serve such a vast, um, and diverse group of people from, again, the whole socioeconomic ladder, we have individuals who, um, are, might be a little wealthy, um, and actually become donors, which is very, wow. very unique. And that's great. Or it's like major gift donors, not, um, you know, wow. uh, which is, which is fantastic. So it's a, it's a unique, uh, unique, uh, dichotomy, but we don't actively solicit either. I see. So we're, we're, it's a very hands-off uh, sort of approach, and we, we, we let people know that they can, Yeah. but we don't. There's no specific ask. I don't go in and corner people huh. um, to do that or so, anything like so that. Then, well, let's get to fundraising because yeah. so are your events like, you, you know, the big one and the T-shirt you're wearing, that's yeah, your we'll Laughing Matters yeah. uh, event. Is that your signature event? That is our signature event. So. Our, our budget's $1.2 million. Uh, we get roughly 80% of that through fundraising, so private fundraising, so uh-huh. individuals, foundations, and corporations. And that's done in a variety of ways. So we have events throughout the year. Um, you know, there's uh, individual uh, annual fund solicitation, do um, those types of things. A lot of, you know, our board is very involved in, in, our, in our giving. Uh-huh. Um, as well, and they're great about introducing us and linking us to people they work with or people they know that they have maybe have been impacted by cancer that they think might be, you know, find uh, what we do compelling. Um, and so that's a big portion of, of what we do. And so, you know, and their fundraisers are sort of, di- it can be a dime or dozen out there. And, you know, you hear some of the, there's some really cool ones out there. And at the, uh, so not to advertise other people's events, um, <laughs> we'll focus on Laughing Matters, which is our, is, is our signature event. And, and it's in its 19th iteration. And uh, it, it didn't start out as sort of this big thing. It was more of a local, bringing local comedians together. You know, one night at least, you know, cancer is not a funny topic, but at least in one night we can, we can do something, we can laugh together and forget about the, uh, what a great the trials of, yeah. uh, of, of, a can- of cancer yeah. being impacted. By well, cancer. I mean, you guys are, these days, you're getting some big names. I mean, was Jay, Jay Leno was a yeah. couple years yeah, ago? Yeah, a couple years ago. Was uh, Whoopi Goldberg? Whoopi Goldberg was this year, this past April. Okay. Seth Meyers. Um, yes. And, and we, and my predecessor really was the one that upped the ante, and she brought in Joan Rivers, was the first nationally wow. known comedian. and. God rest her soul. But um, what, what I hear the stories from some of the people that they really enjoyed, and Brad Garrett was another one. But Joan, um, I guess, just offended everybody in the room. So the, <laughs> it was equal. It was equal offense, I guess, given uh, to everybody in the room. So um, I hear about that. But um, you know, we were sort of having it in sort of a uh, hotel conference or uh, ballroom type yeah. of uh, of environment, and. Um, you know, which was fine, uh, but I wanted to, you know, I've always been sort of a change guy and seeing something, I was like, I think we can do something better. I think we can, I think we can raise the level, introduce more people 
to cancer support community um, by looking at a different venue. So we sort of had a search committee and huh. and looked around town. You know, uh, you know, where are some interesting places that we can we can uh, we can host this and get more people in. And so we settled on the Hilbert Circle Theater, which is one of the finest establishments that we have in our in our town, and it, mm. it holds about fifteen hundred people. So our first year, we, we brought in Seth Myers and we booked the place. You know, a lot of times we booked it before we had our comedian. Was that a little stressful? It's, it is a little stressful because, you know, I was all had it in my mind. Well, I don't know that we can sell 1,500 tickets because I've never done that. I'm not, you know, I, yeah. we help people with cancer. I mean, we're not ticket, ticket master, right? And so um, it was a little scary. And so I thought, well, um, they can do some interesting things with lighting there. So they were going to turn off the balcony lights and we would just have the lower, you know, lower part of the theater. Uh huh. It was November. So you got to think our events in March, it was November before we signed Seth Meyers. Wow. And I was, <laughs> that was more nerve wracking than the filling the theater. But as soon as we, we got him, I remember, you know, our strategy meeting thinking, Oh my gosh, we, I think we can sell some tickets. I think we can do this. So then became, all right, our our advertising, our, our strategy changed because we're now advertising yeah. like you would if, yeah, you know, yeah. Once any, once Dave Letterman comes on the show, we're we're gonna exactly. full court press it. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by, um, brought to you by, yeah, um, loyal subscribers like you, right? So, um, and so um, that was interesting, and in, and in bringing him in and. Just the nicest guy in the whole world. Uh, he huh. came in by himself. His wife actually was um, due. She was oh expecting. my goodness! Wow. They had their baby a week week later. So that was another nerve wracking. That first year, I got a lot of gray hairs. That first year from <laughs> moving imagine. moving locations to I don't know if we can you know to not having a comedian until fairly late in the ball game to wow. oh my god is he gonna say I'm sorry but my wife just had her baby I'm not I'm not oh. coming to perform did you have a backup plan we no no so it's one of those things where um, and interestingly it's easier to book people last minute than it is to book people far out that, so that is interesting why is that because if there's someone that doesn't like doesn't doesn't it's not on tour I see you know they're looking to make a buck I see. Right, and so um, sometimes you know, so that, that's you know, I I, I, like, I worry oh, I about that, else but going you know, on. it's huh. it's scary to think about you know Nick Offerman not showing up or yeah. you know it, last you know last minute we have a there's you know contract and there's there's stuff in there so we're pre- protected. Well, so speaking of Nick Offerman, so Nick Offerman is of uh, Parks and Recreation fame. Uh, the event is it not uh, on uh, Saturday, April twentieth? Saturday, April twentieth, two thousand and nineteen. 19. Uh, we at are the, moving, at the local, yeah, at yeah. the at the old National Center, and so uh, we were three years at the Hilbert, which is again fantastic. The staff there is a dream to work with, and it was pretty bittersweet um, to make that phone call uh, to move. But um, you know, really, we we wanted to to have an opportunity to really um, provide an intimate, more of an intimate experience for our VIPs in particular, our donors, mm. our bigger donors, and so. Just wasn't conducive to that um, at the at the theater. So now we've rented out the Egyptian room. So we're going to have a dinner, wow. reception, you know, program, and our ask, our our typical ask, and then move everyone from the Egyptian room to the theater for Nick Offerman's show. Well, at the same time, 
selling 1,500 tickets to the general public, you know, people who want to come see Nick Offerman. So we'll join the two groups together, um, show a three to four minute sort of informational video on cancer support community, make sure people understand that the pr ticket proceeds are coming back to us so that we can help ensure no one faces cancer alone here in central Indiana. Wow. Um, so it's, there are a lot of moving parts, but I think we, we feel like we can, we can actually hold the event that we want to hold and we're not you know, there's no constraint to uh, the space like like we've had. So huh. it, it's you know it's it's interesting. So 2,500 yeah. people. Wow, it's not a small event um, to pull off, and you know having the sort of live nation prowess behind us now is a little bit different yeah. and helps. How are uh, ticket sales going on so far? So it's it's very interesting. We uh, are almost at the total number of tickets sold for Jay Leno. As I'm sitting here, one month into ticket sales. Wow. Six months before the event happens. That's crazy. So they are, we are going to sell out and it, they're going to go, they're going, they're going, they're going fast. Wow. So, which is a new problem for us. You know, we're, mm -hmm. again, I don't have a huge advertising budget. So, you know, after the first year, you're kind of educating folks on, look, it's a marathon and not a sprint. <laughs> and by the end, we're going to sell a ton of tickets and, yeah. and, and sell out, but it's not going to be, you know, tomorrow when Garth Brooks comes and plays Notre Dame Stadium. We're not, you know, we're not, it's not like that. Yeah. It's not like Got that. It. Well, I'm happy to uh, do do my, my my little part to help. Is What's the best way for people to get tickets? Do they go to the website? Website, cancersupportindy.org. Okay. Or you can go to livenation.com or ticketmaster.com, and it'll all get you to the, to the right place. Awesome. And, again, that event is Saturday, April 20th, Nick Offerman. So I uh, – I want to switch gears a little bit, Eric. And just speaking of events, I want to talk about Frayed Edges now. Oh, man, yeah. So you and I, we've had this connection or this this uh, similar interest that goes way back, mu music. So you're a, you're a – but you perform way more than I do. <laughs> I am performing on Sunday at Color Me Mine Pottery at Clay Terrace for their annual pumpkin – painting yeah so i do a lot of family stuff now and it's not my music's not family so i have to kind of i do change lyrics a lot do you yeah so there <laughs> it's original music when you uh, some when you go out. and i do yeah. covers and you know we do i do a lot of cover. i'm getting um more comfortable on the cover stuff now and i okay. really enjoy making things my kind of doing in my own way a little bit so it's, it's cool. kind of it's kind of fun and yeah so you actually were the person that got me to perform live for the first time at Cath Coffee House. Remember oh it was gosh. on College was Avenue. Really? It's gone now. It's the Fresh Market. Right? No, I yeah, uh, no, yeah. I remember the Cath. Yeah. You got me to come. They had a, a songwriters roundtable, oh and I came gosh. and, 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 and sang us uh, an original song that I had written first starting out, you know, and um, and yeah, so that was you were the. You That's were the, crazy. Yeah, you, I you, totally you, forgot like, about that. You could do that. it, man. You could come on. I was so nervous. I'll <laughs> now, never and forget. And then you got hooked, huh? And then I got hooked, and um, uh, as things happen, I met a, a, a guy I went to college with, and, and ironically, you know, when you actually had time to perform and do that kind of thing, we didn't do it, but we did it after when you throw careers and families into the situation, and met him, and um, he and I played some from my hometown, Franklin, and we played some local you know, coffee house shop type yeah. thing. And, um, through my wife met a lady, uh, who worked with her at Howard and Cravens in their corporate office and who was a fantastic performer, had 
trained classically down at IU School of Music and just phenomenal voice. And we just started playing these little gigs. And I would I was sort of the promotions manager, or whatever. The, so I would call these places. Um, and then we brought in uh, a lead guitarist from a guy, a good friend of mine from high school who is a great guitarist, uh, but he had been in a uh, more of a rock band. So it was huh. sort of a little different change yeah. for him. And then, you, I mean, it's funny because over the years and just sort of watching Facebook and that sort of thing, um, I mean, you guys played a lot. We were, we were out um, about every week, um, at least once a week, and in particular in the summer months with the acoustic sort of – band uh, you know the and, and broad ripple and we did monkey's tail and wow all sorts of special events we i just i did one for noble uh back in this year i saw that uh, their, Nikki uh, and I, their, their guard their uh, i can't remember yeah, it's what the, it's the uh the, the garden the opening of the flower and patio show oh and so yeah. they they actually kick yeah, off yeah. and it's inside with all yeah, this they have stuff. a name for that event and i can't remember what I, it's I called know. but so, yeah, i know exactly uh, I did what that. you're talking I about i did uh <laughs> I, I play a lot of uh, Car- uh, Hubbard and Cravens and Carmel. That's my kind of main uh-huh. in, on the patio on Saturdays um, as the farmer's market is shutting down. And uh, I've been hired for people hearing me on the on the patio. So last year, a lady and her husband and friends were there, and she hired me to come play her 40th birthday party and, at somebody's pool. I knew no one. What? <laughs> I was like, I'll show up. And, yeah, you never know um, who, who your music's going to touch. The weirdest one I, I have is, um, I so Lizzie and I, years ago, we went we took a cruise. We were, it was a carnival cruise, Caribbean somewhere. Well, they had a uh, talent show one night. It's like, oh, you know, I'll get up and play something, right? So I got, and it was in their theater and that sort of thing, and I, I, I used the... Um, the keyboard of you know the one of the musicians or whatever and i just i played a tune well so uh like two years later i get i can't remember if it was through facebook or email are you this guy that was that played on this ship two years did you go to the caribbean also yes are you a musician are you a songwriter yes I've been trying to find you for two years. Like, you know. And I remember I sent, it was a couple. I, I sent them like, oh, my gosh, here's every song I've ever recorded. Please enjoy. <laughs> you know, but they they just thought, you know, so you never know. It's funny. It's funny how that stuff works. You had that cool studio when you lived in that condo. Yeah. Uh, over on Eagle Creek. Yeah. I remember coming over. I still over. have all that equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I I might be missing a little thing or two. Well, I remember you know I've had some little uh, units like you know fizzle out. Right. But the but the core of that thing I still yeah. have. Yeah. Everything. But see, when Lewis was born, that was for me. Now now when Jack was born, did was that a challenge for you? Did you you know? Yeah. And of course and, now and, you've got. You yeah. Know, I know we have the three. Three. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's why I play daytime stuff now. I don't do any, you know. Yeah. We, you, you would, if you were the third act on or the second act on, and doors are at 10 p.m. and you know you wouldn't go sometimes not go on until midnight and or one o'clock and yeah, whoo, that is tough, especially when you're not getting yeah. paid very much. I mean, yeah. it's not really, it's not really. Uh, I always love doing it because. That whole night thing and, you know, a big, bigger production. And that is it's so cool. Um, it's fun. It's very fun. A lot of people. Um, 
but you know, it, it's, it's hard. So now I do some of this, this day stuff and I, uh-huh. um, I, you know, play, you know, I, I usually go down Saturday, Sunday mornings and I have a music room in our house and, yeah. uh, jam a little bit, um, down there, but it, you know, frayed edges. So speaking of kind of this funny social media stuff, there is a band, um, called frayed edges in England. And I can't tell you that every about every two months I get a request from someone asking us to come play. And so the joke is always, I'll play for free if you play for the transportation and lodging <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> to come over. So, yeah, so there's a Freight wow. Edges band in uh, in England. So That's who crazy. Who knew? That's great. Well, it's so cool that you're keeping up with it. You know, like well, I, I try. I, I play uh, – Less, I average less than once a year playing. Well, I average less than once a year playing an instrument, let alone playing in front of people. So these days, it's always it's only weddings, and every once in a while, a funeral. Like last time I played was my dad's funeral. That was two thousand sixteen. You played at the funeral. I could never do that. That at your dad, at your father. Oh my gosh, it's pretty pretty high pressure gig. We were so my my dad. Uh, uh, he had a great life. He died. He was 74. Um, he had Alzheimer's. And he, <laughs> the last, um, we knew he was, he was in the death process for like 10 days. Yeah. So we had, it was great that we had that time with him, but he was, he was uh, non-responsive. But d- just a funny, and now I can look back on it, and there, there, some of it was funny. One of the things was my mom said to me like on day six you know we're camping out at this nursing home we're there pretty much all day every day she says uh tony wouldn't it be nice if you could maybe you could write a song for your dad and play it at his funeral (laughs) oh my gosh talk about talk about pressure yeah so there was this um there was a baby grand piano in the nursing home and what i would do during the evening at that place, it was a the nursing home was this big square, so I would walk laps just to kind of. Well, so after she said that, I was walking laps, and it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, "There's no, I'm not going to do it. There's no way, too high pressure, you know." But I sat down at the piano one night, you know, it's like two in the morning, and I just thought, "Well, let's see what happens," you know, and. Three minutes later, the song's it. done. It's done. It was done. Isn't so that, it was, it isn't was that weird. interesting? I, you know, yeah. I, while cancer support community is a very hopeful place, you know, we do we do lose lose people, and we lost a board member um, who had been a longtime board member in the commercial real estate world. He was the development committee chair, and before we had a really a development department when I first started, I mean, he was kind of a mentor to me and. Just a, mm-hmm. a wonderful guy, and he Had to be he tough. was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And um, I we hosted um, the second annual uh, JW Archer Memorial Golf Open or, or outing um, last week, as a matter of fact. And um, we dedicated a donor wall in his honor back in January. And I have a really hard time talking about him in public because inevitably I get choked up. So. At my my father has Parkinson's, and um, so he's you know he's going he's down that road um, uh, too. I mean it's it's a, mm-hmm. a degenerative uh, disease, and um, unfortunately you know um, 
uh, and, and I just can't, I, I can't imagine um, doing that. I just, I think people, he, he sang at his mom's funeral. He sang Amazing Grace. Mm. And I just, I'll never forget that because I like, I don't know if I can, I can do it. But yeah. on the songwriting piece, I think it's interesting what you said. I mean, I think I wrote a song for, I, I think you, you did uh, too, but for our wedding. Yeah. And it was probably the right. best song I, I ever wrote. And we actually, yeah. when we, re- we recorded it and it was, it was, it was a pretty cool. I still have this, this dream of somebody picking it up and, and, and doing it, but, um, uh, out there, but, uh, uh, Anyway, but but yeah, you, you know it, it's not e- easy to write a song, but sometimes yeah. when you're sort of inspired or pressured, oh, it was yeah, it was not. That's one of those. It was just a gift, not you know. That was God gave so, me that one. That, it was yeah, meant that, to be that divine kind of. Yeah, I gave his. It was it's, again. I can laugh about it now, uh, and I'm very very glad I did it. But I gave his eulogy too. So the way it went was, I gave his eulogy. I was like, whatever, 10-minute speech or whatever. And I gave I gave the eulogy. And, of course, in the back of my mind, it's like, oh, man, I got it. now I got to go over there and play this song. Well, I re- applause after the eulogy. I said, oh, this, that's, I wasn't expecting that. Um, the piano, so I had just written the song, right? And I would practice it at the nursing home while the piano at the church was, like, tuned differently. <laughs> so it was, it was, and then the other thing. Was it, was it, what was it? Was it off key or was it It was, flat it was or? in tune. Okay. I, I, I think it was uh, maybe just a little higher okay. than, yeah. but, I mean, but it was in tune. It wasn't out of tune, but it was just different. And that, so that threw me out. And then the choir, they had a a terrific choir at his funeral, just <clears throat> fabulous. Well, they happen as I'm sitting at the piano, I'm really facing pretty fairly closely all these choir members who are just staring at me, you know, and, and giving me looks of encouragement, all that stuff. But it just everything <laughs> threw me off. It was that was, oh. that was the toughest song I ever performed ever in my life but I'm for you know, emotionally and physical oh, I mean for variety of reasons right every everything was yeah I hadn't you know I hadn't played piano in probably a couple of years other than you know other than those couple of days and you know but it's like it riding off. a bike right you, yeah it, it is well to the point where I don't um it's nerve-wracking sometimes because I don't understand how I can do it like I can't if I sat down at a piano now, I, I honestly would, I mean, I would tell you, I feel like I can't, I couldn't do it. But I've had enough experience to know that if I did sit down at a piano, somehow music would come out. I don't know how, because I can't visualize, I can't, I, I can't visualize how that all works. But, you know, I was at a, uh, I was at an event a few years ago and uh it was like like a convention thing and someone was gonna do a song for some there i can't even remember why and uh there's a piano there and so there was a singer and there was a piano and uh she's like would anyone be able to play the piano for me for this song (laughs) And of course, I don't raise my hand because no, yeah, you wouldn't, yeah. yeah. Well, 
but someone knew me. It's like, ah, he it's can do it, <laughs> you know. So I, I was, I said, no, no, I can't. No, 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 no. She said, I said, I've never even heard of the song you're talking about. How can I play it? I can't read music. She didn't even have music. She says, well, I have it on CD. I said, she says, I'll play it for you. I said, that's fine. I can't do it, but sure, play it. She played it one time. I sat down on the thing, and I played it. How? I have no idea. It's the weirdest. I was just as shocked as everyone else. It's strange, so I don't get it. But anyway. That's but, fun. That's yeah, but fun. it's so cool that you're, you're keeping up with that. Uh, for this uh, laughing matter, speaking of, um, for Seth Myers um, during our program, we actually hired this really great local band, and they do – these musicians are just phenomenal and they wow. play events and things. And, um, what so, are they called? Um, well, they have different names. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm going to totally botch it. I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll make, I promise you, well, I'm I'll putting make it you on a, the spot a, here. A, I get up it. To you. Um, uh, um, and, I'll, uh, tell me later. I'll super. It was like, it wasn't really one there. They were sort of a conglomerate, uh, collaboration. Uh, right. Uh, no, uh, I, I totally of, get it. Of, of, of different people, Chris uh, Stone okay. is the lady. Um, Darren Vincent is uh, the two the two guys that we uh, two people that we met, and they're he's a keyboard player. She's a phenomenal singer. So we did our program was this is this sort of montage of different things that we would inter, uh, intermix music into it and talk uh-huh. about our mission and programming and and so they of course well Eric plays guitar. Eric should do a song. <laughs> so I did uh, Stand by Me. And of course, being the art, artiste that I am, right, I, I couldn't do it just straight up because I don't like the I don't like to play. I don't know if you play, if you ever play covers or if you, when you do, I don't like to play exactly like the artist does, right? For one, and then I keep like some people are so methodical that if song's done, song's done. I don't, I can't, I cannot. Go, I've seen it. I can't keep playing. Right. I'm like, oh, we're, I'm kind of a jam band kind of guy. <laughs> I'm not a big jam band person per se, but yeah. that's what kind of I like. So. So I did my own version of it, thinking, oh, the band will just keep up. And then so I got there, and they've got this whole arrangement for the normal song, and I yeah. don't. And so it was really interesting because I've never been around. And not – I mean, my bandmates are phenomenal. and But these are, I mean, yeah. award-winning, you know, Again, some of a backup yeah, next art level. musicians. They're, they're you know, and so level. they were like, uh, we're going to have to figure this out. So I ended up doing most of it like – solo sort of background and and yeah. so they heard me play it one time it was it was it was super cool but that was nerve-wracking in front of 1500 people I, huh. th- th- you know um in, yeah. in, in the role right i wasn't in my music role i was in my cancer support community role so it was made a little i can kind of hide in my music role i can't hide in the other one right well. yep so well speaking of your uh cancer support community role let me give the uh, info just one more time and before my my equipment melts down here um eric richards has been my guest he is president and ceo of cancer support community of central indiana the website is cancer org. don't forget the laughing matters event with nick offerman that is saturday april 20th 2019 at the murat eric it's been awesome to catch up with yes. you. thanks for coming on you too tony thank you for the opportunity appreciate it my pleasure